Whether you want to start a faith-based business or an online ministry, you've come to the right place. This is the Teresa Blaze Show with your host, Teresa Blaze, where she's bringing her over 20 years of consulting experience to the mic. Now, here's Teresa. Welcome to the Teresa Blaze Show. Today, I've got another bonus interview, but this is more like a roundtable. Today, we are talking about publishing your own book for uh, ministry purposes. And I've got two very wonderful people. One of them you guys know. He's the producer of the Teresa Blaze Show and other such podcasts that I'm a part of. Mr. Michael Blaze. He also happens to be my husband. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. We also have Tracy Fagan from Kingdom Publishing. She uh, 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 runs a, pub- a book publishing company specializing in helping people release their stories. Tracy, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Let's open up with this question. Tracy, why should someone consider publishing a book? I mean, that's a lot of work, isn't it? It is a lot of work. But let me tell you, there's also a lot of reward that comes from it. And uh, keep in mind that with God being who he is, is actually a preacher of mine in my church once preached. It was a message saying it's a twofold experience, meaning, you know, everything that goes on and happens, it's benefiting and impacting every single person that's involved. And so when you write a book, many times you could say, oh, well, it's about getting my story out. It's about getting my message out, which is true. Um, in fact, there was one time that uh, God gave me a vision about a fire, like a, a, a big bonfire. And, you know, it was the one where it was really, really hot and the wood was crackling and popping. Mm-hmm. And every time I saw one of the sparks fly, he's like, that's one of the books that's coming out of Kingdom Publishing. Oh, wow. And the thing is, yeah. And the thing is, is he's like, now those sparks, they're going to fly in the, in the, in the wind which is the Holy Spirit, and they're going to land on dry ground. And, and when they hit when that dry catches dry ground, <laughs> ask the people in California, right? Yeah, forest fires. And so, part of writing a book for the kingdom and sharing your story, it's about just that. It's about sharing, sharing the goodness of God, and whether it's through a testimony, which you know the literary term is a memoir, um, or if it's a uh, a devotional of how you, you know, the, the things that God has taught you as you raise your kids, teenagers, elementary kids, like whatever that is, even if it's a journal that teaches people how to be more grateful and focus on gratitude, all of those are about building the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But now here's the twofold experience is especially in writing something like a memoir or even a devotional, it really helps you reflect on yourself. Mm-hmm. And it brings healing to your own self and to your own story. And even when you think you've been healed, mm-hmm. once you start going back and writing about it more, God will dig a little bit deeper and a little bit more and put light on more of those dark places in your past and heal you from that. You know, I found that to be true with the uh, blog website that we set up called uh, mandystory.com. It was originally intended to inform people what was going on with our special needs kid who was fighting for her life. And, but it eventually it turned into almost a ministry 
of sorts where we would talk to other people and you know sharing this story and sharing how god you know how god was bringing us through this impossible situation and i can also say that with um unresolved which is the uh, ministry that uh i launched i mean <laughs> that started out of just asking questions trying to sort out my own um, you know my own past issues so i could totally see that so what are the advantages of going with a publisher versus say using amazon to publish your book i mean because you can you can go on YouTube and get a YouTube education and figure out how to publish your book through Amazon. In going with a traditional publisher, many times you actually give up the copyright to your book. So that would be something that you have to be very careful about um, and be very prayerful about. Is um, you know one of the in my mind one of the disadvantages to going with a large publisher is that you do give up the copyright to your book, mm-hmm. which means God gave you this story, you lived it out. You you dealt with the blood sweat the blood sweat and tears, but then somebody else can now take that story, modify it how they want to, and publish it. So, and actually, where Kingdom Publishing sits is we kind of sit in the middle in the fact that we are not a traditional publisher, but we offer the professional services of professional cover design, interior layout. We do have editors on staff, so if you need editing, we've got that as a service available to you, as well as the fact that by going with a publisher, and again, this is something you'll need to check with the publisher when you're, you know, when you're um, looking around, mm-hmm. how much marketing they do for you, meaning do they just put you on their website? Do they say anything at all? Do they sell you your books and tell you good luck, have at it? Um, but <laughs> I know, and, and the thing is, is there's, there's a lot of people, even a lot of authors that I've spoken with that that was one of the disappointments they had. They said, I, I went with this publisher, but I've still got to do all my own marketing. And most authors have no clue about how to market their stuff. I mean, they're, right. they, they're focused on writing the books. They don't know about marketing. <laughs> right. And then even to, and, and just even to address the whole part of going completely self-publishing, um, meaning I've got my manuscript and I'm going to go ahead and throw it up on Amazon through KDP. You know, one of the things is, you know, they, we are, we're always told not to judge a book by its cover, but can I tell you something? Everybody judges a book by its cover, period, point blank. So many times people are like, oh, well, I'll just put something together. And the cover really doesn't do the content justice. People won't buy the book because of the way it looks on the outside. So that's one thing that a, a professional publisher will help with is uh, is good quality cover design, good quality interior. The other thing that's so important is to have it edited. That makes Someone comes to me and says, well, I've got an idea for this book. You know, I, I'm, I, I have an idea. It's been burning on my heart. It's a kind of one of those God-given things. But I have no idea how to even start writing it, much less how to publish it. Gotcha. What would you say to that? That's a great question. First and foremost, I would say to continue to keep it in prayer. One of the things that, and I've heard this a million times before, but God is continuing to remind me of this a lot lately, is just do the next thing that he asks you. And so, and then once you do that thing, then he'll give you the next step. So if he says, Mm -hmm. I want you to write a book. Okay, so what's the first step? 
come up with the theme. You know, what, what is the theme that he wants you to write about? And especially with a memoir, even as you're writing the story, there's multiple different themes that come out of it. Uh, for example, part of my testimony, I was raped in high school. That's the story. Mm-hmm. Now, the themes that can come out of that are the abuse and the feeling um, of not being enough, the self-worth, the violation. That's one theme to talk about with that. We can also talk about it from the theme of forgiveness. We can talk about it as the theme of self-forgiveness. I knew better. I knew better. I could see it coming. It was all the typical signs, like, you know, and so me beating myself up. It could also be how that has impacted my future relationships. It could also take it from the aspect of now that I've got a teenage daughter, one who has just celebrated the birthday of the year that I was raped, how is that impacting me? You know, it's interesting because that was something that I kind of struggled with with, uh, with with the book that I'm writing, The Other Side of Mandy's Story, and the whole idea of, you know, these horrible things that happened to us. And, you know, at the beginning, it was funny, the Lord gave me kind of a, a funny start to it. And it was the stories you the story you were about to read is true. The names were ja- were changed to protect the ignorant. <laughs> uh, you know, because it's like, you know, I had to come to grips with what happened to us and what was attempted to uh, destroy my family. And I could have focused on, you know, how angry I was and how upset I was and stuff. But in the grand scheme of things, that would accomplish nothing. What I think of the story now is this is a story of the journey that we've taken with my with our daughter and how God intervened again and again and again and again to protect us and to keep us from from losing her. Once you identify, now, do you have to have an idea of the theme going into the book? I mean, because sometimes you're just writing to get it out of your system. Absolutely. And, and actually, I'm going to be very transparent here. I'm working on a book right now. God's given me the theme and he's given me like bits and pieces and chunks. Right. That go into it. But even this morning in my writing time, I sat there and I was like, God, I don't see I don't see how all these are tying together. Mm. I'm like, I'm confused. I don't see how all this is tying together. And he's like, that's okay. He wasn't this clear in it. What I was sensing is that's okay. Just go back and continue to flush out this story. Mm. This piece of it. I'm like, okay. Cause God, like right now it is all over the place. But what I've noticed is in the past books that I've written, or I should say the past book that I've written, it was that same way. I had several like little mini stories that were all coming together. And at the end, he did. He organized it, placed it, and it all came together exactly the way it was supposed to. So as part of it, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of writing and getting it out. A couple, and now these are going to be just like real technical tips that I have for writing is one of a couple things. First of all, make sure you set aside time each day, or if you need bigger blocks, like two sessions or three sessions per week 
and mark them in your calendar, like writing appointment with God. And like, once you put like with God, then it makes it like, you can't just move it. Like, you know, your friend says, let's go get coffee. And you're like, oh, I can move this around. No. I mean, if this is an assignment that God has laid on your heart, like do it. Souls are on the line. Take it seriously. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's so funny you bring that up. It's so funny you bring that up uh, because when God gave me the book that I'm working on, which yes, I am working on a book um, outside of the context, but when he first gave it to me, my first answer at the time, because I knew where he wanted me to go was not only no, but no, I'm not going there. You know, after arguing with him for six months, I finally agree. And I kind of half-heartedly sort of start to write the book, but it was kind of begrudging. And what I'm noticing is that like, He's kind of stopped at that point of, okay, just just continue writing the book and I'll show you the next step. And it's funny because you kind of start to see how it comes together as you're writing. But, but it's like, I never would have seen God move in that way. Right. Let me ask you this. Let's say, okay, so someone, they sit down, they have the book, they've put time in, they've written the book. What is the next um, step for them? So once you have your manuscript done, then it's a matter of submitting it. Now, when I say have your manuscript done, that sounds like all really big and fancy. Basically, what that means is having everything typed out in a Word document. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just want to say that because, I mean, it sounds fancy. Tell your friends that, you know, when you're at the party, yeah, I've got my manuscript done. But it's it's really just finishing what you're writing in a Word document. Read over it. Right. A couple times, uh, even have if you've got some other friends read over it as well. I found that to be very mm-hmm. beneficial because many times when you're writing, since you're coming from your own experience, you know all the background. So, like a, a very specific example of this is in my first book, I wrote about a reaction I had to this one situation, and I had my my best friend read it. And she was like, I think you need to give the reader more clues. She goes, I understand why you reacted the way you did, because I was there and I knew everything that played into it. But Mm -hmm. it sounds like you were just kind of crazy psycho woman going off on this guy. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. So by having somebody else read it. So so you had to give a little more context. Right. I had to give a little bit more context, a little bit more information so that the reader could follow and understand more of the story. And then it's a matter of sending it off to the publishing company. And you can do it one of a couple ways. Like I said, there's, you can submit it to various different publishing companies. Many of them have a way to submit it on their site. Uh, we, we have a way for people to submit their manuscripts on our site. And then basically listen to feedback. Uh, and one of the things that I would really highly recommend is especially when you send your work in and this is going to it's it's difficult because it's your baby it's your story not only is it your story in your life and what god has done for you or has given you but now you've also spent all this time and all this effort writing and putting it in and and you know wrestling through all of that and now you've got somebody that's going to come back and give you input so i would recommend like really setting your mind to receive the input not saying that all the input that you receive is right on, if that makes any sense. 
But ask God for wisdom and discernment of what it is you need to hear, what it is you need to take in. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I've, I mean, I've had authors before submit manuscripts to me and there's bits and pieces of it that are brilliant, but there's other parts of it that I'm like, it's just confusing. It's just flat out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I'm being honest. I'm lost. And they're like, well, that's the way God gave it to me. So that's the way I'm writing it. I'm like, okay. You know, and sometimes God gives us things in one way, but wants us to describe it in another. So when you're submitting a a manuscript and you Mm -hmm. uh, send in your book, I mean, how do you how do you know? Like when you're working with someone, how do you know? Okay, this is actually constructive feedback versus. I mean, because you, I mean, you're right. You put a lot into these these projects. Well, and I think how, how how can someone take that back and move it into something and actually make the book better? Well, and I think a big part of that is, I mean, prayerfully, prayerfully on on all sides, um, and and mm. just I guess to describe even one of the other like one of the other experiences that I had with with an author is she came to me and she gave me her manuscript and I read it and it's like there were many parts of the story that I absolutely loved, but there were a couple things. I'm like, yeah, this needs to be reworked. And it was, a, it, this was actually a fiction piece. So when I met back up with her to go over feedback and thoughts in the manuscript, she's like before. And, and this was awesome. Cause she was like, before we even start, she goes, I want you to know I've been in prayer about this meeting today. So key number one, like pray, before you even get there. It's not just as you're there, be like, okay, God, give me wisdom. She was asking God about it before we even met. And she was like, and God told me Mm. to be open to anything you tell me that you've got some wisdom for me with this manuscript. And I'll be honest, like for me, because there were certain things, like when I was reading it, like I said, there were these two parts that like hit my spirit and they just, they troubled, honestly, they troubled my spirit. It was just like, I love all of it, but these two parts... And the part about it that was so beautiful is by her saying that and the fact that both of us were so prayerfully working on this project, and again, kingdom building, we're doing this together for the kingdom, not for her glory, not for my glory, not for our bottom line, but for God's glory. Amen. Since he, we allowed him to lead both of us, her saying that gave me the freedom to give her the feedback that God gave me to give her. How does someone then, in your mind, what have you seen regarding um, getting it out there, getting it launched, and getting it marketed? So one of the main things is to literally just get the word out. One of the very important parts is social media. And I always laugh. I mean, people go back and forth. and Social media is evil. Well, no. Social media is social media. <laughs> it's how you use it. Um, you know, it's so funny, Gary Vayner, it's so funny, I, I listened to uh, Gary V's uh, Curse Free Channel, which, by the way, thank you, Gary, for having a Curse Free Channel. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things he said, he said, um, you know, social media doesn't make you a jerk, it only amplifies what you are. Right, right. You know, so I can actually see that. So, so you, okay. have, you have you seen a lot of success using social um, I have, for, for my authors that that really get out there and use it. And what I mean by that is, 
you know, when, when they're actively promoting, and it's not just about getting out there and promoting your book, because mm-hmm. the reality is if God is, if it's, it's getting to the point of actually writing a book, it's usually because you truly have a heart for those people, for the people that are hurting in that Amen. area. For example, mm. like one of my books, it deals with, it, it's the, um, the testimony of a woman who God pulled her out of a horrific domestic violence situation. And this mm. woman, like she truly has a heart for women and men who are dealing in domestic violence situations and how to, how to pull them out of that. But the thing is, and it's interesting because she's one, and I'll be honest, she's not very active on social media with her own site, but she will connect mm-hmm. in with other people that are very active on their social media sites. If that makes mm. sense. So, so she's influencer. So she uses um, influencer marketing to a degree. Correct. Then. Correct. Correct. To get her story out. Okay. Things like that. Um, some other things that um, right. authors okay. can, and, and actually it's one of the things that I really highlight with creating, you know, like your own Facebook page and being active on, on speaking to your audience and building your audience there. Because then mm-hmm. I call it, it's kind of like, I call it the Costco method of marketing. You know, when you go to Costco on Saturdays and they've got the samples, now all of a sudden you sample this thing that you didn't realize right. you've been living all these years without. And, and so then mm-hmm. you buy more of it to where in using social media and being active on it, if you've got a passion for, like, so for me, I've got a passion for helping people get their story and get their message out. Mm-hmm. And so in dealing with that, it's not just about writing a book, but it's also dealing with the mindset of it. It's dealing with the technical pieces of it. It's dealing with all of those things. So on my Facebook page, I continue to interact with people in all those areas. And so now when they're like, well, I've got this book and it's, you know, I'm ready to publish. They now know where they can go. And so same way with the authors, you know, like if, if, if your passion is for, you know, people raising teenagers, you know, parents that are dealing with the teen, you know, the teenage years, be mm-hmm. out there and be the support for parents of teenagers. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I would also throw in one technique that I have seen used very often. Um, and that is just take a, a portion of your book, like a chapter of your book and mm-hmm. give it away completely free for an email. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, and so many have done this. And what, well, why would I want to do that? Because you're now, one, you're giving a, a, a sampling, like she was talking about with the Costco method, you're giving a sampling of what you have. And once they taste it, I want to read more of that. Okay, well, now you now have a list of people that you can go back to because as I've kind of hinted at before, or maybe I haven't, um, we may have talked about this offline, in studying this this process myself, I mean, and, and I'm not an expert. That's why I bring on the experts. But in studying this myself, it's like, yeah, you have your book, but you don't want to just rely on your book alone. You want to have Absolutely. other things. Go and ahead. quite honestly, and quite honestly, a book, and this is maybe a big mindset shift because there's a lot of people like, oh, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to get all these royalties and I'm going to be wealthy and it's going to be awesome and, you know, happily ever after. Uh, let's do a little bit of a mindset shift with that. A book is actually, from my perspective, it's more of a marketing piece and a way to 
give your name more credibility. Uh, expand and on that further. For example, let's go back to, um, to my author, the one that's the domestic violence survivor. She actually speaks on a panel, on mm-hmm. various panels around. It's one thing to say, you know, this is, this is Felisa Jack and she is a domestic violence survivor. That's got one level of credibility. I mean, don't get me wrong. Her surviving the situation she was in is much more impressive than writing the book. Not, mm-hmm. I mean, her book is phenomenal, but the fact that God kept her through that. But it's another thing to introduce her and say, this is Felisa Jack. She's a domestic violence survivor and she has written her testimonial and she has a book that you can purchase in the back of the room. Mm, that is huge. I can see that. I can absolutely see that. It almost, uh, it's, it, it almost like lifts your credibility because then once you, because it's, man, the power of those two words of published author. Author. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, and then also too, now when she has other events and somebody's like, you know, that woman that, that, that wrote that book that I gave you. Yeah. Well, she's coming to Denver. She's speaking here at this event. She's speaking there. Now all of a sudden it's like, Oh, that one. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to make it to that because I know her story. I've heard her story. So it goes both ways. And it's interesting because it's a very similar um, case with a podcaster. If you just mm-hmm. brought, come up, I'm Teresa Blaze, um, that's different than saying I'm Teresa Blaze and I'm, I'm a podcaster because a podcaster is a media platform. And yes. that opens up doors you could never, ever have imagined opening before. And I could tell you story after story after story of, in fact, uh, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting, he has a feature on his show that I love, and it's uh, where people sit in their thing and says, because of my podcast, this happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, the th- and I think you could honestly say, and maybe I'm thinking wrong here, but this is an extension of, of, of that similar, similar thing. Because of my book, this happened. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and I'll even share, the. I mean, the, the first book that I wrote, I'll answer that question for you. Because of that book, a woman, she wrote me, she's like, because of your book, I opened myself up, my heart up to love again. And she is now happily married with a family, a total family of five. Her and her husband have had three kids. That is, wow. That is so cool. Wow. So Tracy, is there anything that we have not covered that we should cover that, that people need to know about publishing a book, whether it be the why or the how or the uh, marketing after? Two things real quick. First of all is one of the questions that I hear a lot is how long should my book be? Mm. Yeah, that is a good question. I was wondering about that myself. Part of it comes down to what your, you know, what your goal is. So for example, I've got one author that's, that's writing a series it's a series of books on healing and dealing with like big major topics that people don't like to deal with and talk about. But her goal is to keep every single book under a hundred pages so that it's more like a pocketbook mm. okay. giveaway. So in that case, like a hundred pages, when it comes to your testimonial, I would say a lot of that comes down to what has God given you? I would say anything less than 50 pages. It's definitely going to be a, we might want to take a look at other aspects of publishing it or looking at finding a short story compilation to be a part of 
So in other words, not that your story isn't important, especially if God told you to write it, you need to write it. But once books start getting under 50 pages, that's when you're looking more to doing an ebook or having it be a part of a bigger compilation, something like that, so that people, so that the, the cost of the book doesn't outweigh the value or the perceived value of the book. What if someone is more of an artistic, so they write a lot of poetry, and so they want to take some of that poetry and place it in a book? Where would that fit in? This is one of the tough parts of my job is I'll take hat on and off of being very business-minded and being spiritually minded. Maybe it's that I don't take the hat off. I just kind of twist it around. In all, <laughs> honesty, in all honesty, poetry books don't really sell very well. Mm, interesting. Period. Point blank. So one of the things that I would recommend with that, and actually I, I do have an author that came to me with that thing, that exact situation. She's like, I, I do write poetry. And I said, well, let's, I said, write the book and then we'll insert poetry into it. Okay. So, and even sometimes is like the story, because many times a poem comes out of a certain story or a situation. So write the story or the situation so people have the backdrop and then add the poem. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Okay. And then Teresa, let me just insert something else then. Now going back to the marketing side, going back to the free download. Mm -hmm. Even in a situation like that, you could use that poem, have it designed very pretty on an eight and a half by 11 inch piece of paper, or even an eight by 10, Mm -hmm. have that as a free download, download this poem with giving us your email, print it out, and then you can put it in an eight by 10 frame and hang it on your wall. I uh, I know a, a certain podcast producer slash husband who writes poetry, and maybe I've been known to do a little bit of myself, so... <laughs> You know, um, and I was just kind of curious, you know, for those that are kind of more have that creative bent, uh, like where God just unloads and gives you poetry and you're going, what do I do with this now? (laughs) So, and yeah, and again, I think poetry is very powerful and it's very expressive. Just most people won't buy a book of poetry. Interesting. But they will buy a story with poetry around it. Very interesting. Right. In their mind, they're buying a story, but then in the story, they're exposed to the poetry. Interesting. Well, you've definitely given me me and the audience a few things to think about. Um, and I, um, I am really looking forward to seeing what God does with this. Um, guys, there, we have a lot of things uh, in the works. I'm not going to get into details now, but uh, let's just say there's one. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of really cool things. So, um, Tracy, if people want to find you, uh, where can they hunt you down on the, on the uh, webs? So, you can find us at kingdom-publishing.com is mm-hmm. our website. And you're welcome to contact us through there as well as submit a manuscript if you've got one. You can also find us on both Facebook and Instagram at kingdom.publish. And definitely like us and follow us. The other thing, I just want to give a shout out. One of the things that God has laid on my heart to do is if you are in the Denver metro area, or if you want to come to the Denver metro area, because that's where we're going to be, on every third Tuesday night, we are going to be having a time. It's called Time to Write. And it's two hours from six to eight, where 
We're just going to come in. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to come and flow as we move in what God is calling us to write. Keeping in mind that everyone is invited. You don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to be a believer. What I am truly believing God is up to in this, uh, what I believe He's shared with me in this, is that people are going to come, even people that are not believers, and they are going to experience the Holy Spirit and their creative writing process. And they're going to say, Oh my gosh, what was that? I need more of that. Mm. Mm. So I love that. I love it. And I'll tell you guys from personal experience, there are times when I pray and like, God will literally just flood into a situation. And all of a sudden I've written something. I'm like, where did that come from? Yes. You know, and, and it is a cool experience, you guys. It really is. Um, so Tracy, um, you're kind of going to have to become our resident book expert, I think. Okay. <laughs> Would you uh, be willing to come back and we can kind of, you know, do some follow-up interviews a little bit later on, um, you know, just it, uh, assuming, you know, book tips, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Oh, beautiful. absolutely. I'd beautiful. love to come back. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If this has been useful to you or anyone you might know, please, please share it. If you would leave a, a, a subscribe rate and review this podcast so that others can find it so that we can make sure that the kingdom gets spread using uh, uh, quality marketing via a book or whatever else you want to do with that. I'm Teresa blaze. This has been the Teresa blaze show. Let's go do this thing. You've been listening to The Teresa Blaze Show. To catch all her past shows, visit www.teresablaze.com. That's T-E-R-E-S-A-B-L-A-E-S.com. 